0: Welcome aboard Living the Dream, the podcast that brings you on a weekly adventure exploring the world of kosher food, travel, lifestyle, and so much more. Each week, get the scoop on what's new and hot in the kosher lifestyle world and hear great stories from industry pros. Turn up the volume. Now, here's your host, Douglas Sockloff. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Douglas Sackloff. I am the host of Living the Dream podcast, powered by the Douglas Sackloff Experience. As I always do, I want to give a shout out to my behind-the-scenes, my producer, my um, my go-to man out of Israel, Sean with Go Simples for helping me so much get this podcast up and running. I am so super excited today. I, I, I know when people... Um, who, who've heard a couple of the past episodes uh, are like, oh, it's great, but you just need to be a little bit calmer and soothing. I'm like, absolutely not. Today, I have an incredible guest and I'm so excited to have you with me. Jake Nyman. First of all, I want to introduce you as Jake Nyman and welcome you to uh, Living the Dream podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank so you much. Douglas. My pleasure. And thank you for making the time uh, to do this. And I just want to give a uh, 30 second bio on you. And then I'll let you give your, 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 your real bio. So Jake Nyman is the creator and the founder of mix craft. Um, do we call it mixology, right? That's, yeah. that's, I think, I think that the, the term that everybody's going. Yeah, so I like
1: to call it like we do uh, kosher luxury mixology at events.
0: Amazing. And, 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 um, I think something that is so interesting about you, uh, before we even get into the mixology, uh, the beverage component of your business is that you built your business as I found, uh, really by hitting social media so hard, uh, 100%. Whether, whether, Right, whether it's Instagram, LinkedIn, and we're going to get to that, but I just wanted to give that a, um, Touch upon that right, 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 from the beginning, and I've um, been speaking to you. Uh, I think we found each other uh, by, via social media, and it's been really interesting um, watching your business grow. And I've seen you at a couple of different events. And we're gonna get into not only how you're uh, handling the social component, but you've also been in- integrated into uh, the uh, the consumer uh, not, only, not only the consumer side, but also um, I've run into you at business events. Yeah. And, and uh, unbelievable. So could you give us about a 30-second to 60-second background on Jake Nyman, the social media mixologist?
1: Yeah. I mean, so getting to that point, um, you know, from – so like I said, I started this business uh, a little under a year ago. Um, and getting to, like, the social media aspect, um, that really comes from more my previous positions. Um, I started out, as you know, um, at a tech company called Dropcar. Um, beep,
0: beep, beep, back it up, okay? <laughs> beep, 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 back it up. Just don't drop that like, oh, drop car. I mean, that's that's a whole podcast in itself. That's true. Um, if you know that I was one of, you know, I'm not a tech person, whatever, but there are a few uh, technology companies that I was one of the very first customer of, and Dropcar was one of them, and I loved it. Um, and it's so funny that, you know, I, we've talked about this off the podcast, and I was going to drop that. Um, and there was such an interesting, and I think that could be for a whole other podcast, but for, for my listeners, car was started as a on-demand app in New York City that whenever you wanted to park your car and not put it in a parking lot and have somebody almost valet park your car, but wait for you. So for example, if I was going for dinner with my wife and we were going to go to, no, we do carne on the Upper West Side, I would hit the app and say, please meet me at, in front of Noe Du Carnet and your valet parker would then come out and just wait in your car. So no parking lots, no anything like that. And then I know it inv- it evolved to many other things, airport drop-offs so on and so forth. And then I think a lot changed um, with, with the pandemic. But it was incredible. I loved it. Um, and it's so funny. And, and there's no question. And I think this is a very interesting point of, of, of what you are um, talking about, that your integration of being able to use social media and for you to say, um, and I just want to reiterate what you said. You started this business a year ago, okay? Yeah, a little under. A little under a year ago. So walk me, walk me through the process. Jake Nyman, whatever happens at Drop Car, comes home. Uh, you're married, correct? Yeah. Um, Got married the last Conica over a year. Uh, over a year ago. Okay, so you're newly married, okay? And you come home and you, you, your, your wife, you probably have, you're going to sit down to dinner and you say to your wife, what's your wife's name? Sippy. Sippy. Sippy, I have an idea. I want to start a mixology company. And Sippy probably looks (laughs) at you and says, uh, Jake, I love you dearly. What's a mixologist? Because (laughs) the truth is, mixology is a very relatively new term uh, all over the world, not just in in the kosher consumer world, but in, in, in the mainstream world. So you say, Sippy, I want to be a mixologist. Walk me through that evening or whenever that happened.
1: Yeah. So at the time when I got married, I was working, um, doing marketing for a mortgage company. Um, I liked it. It wasn't something I was super passionate about. I wanted to find something I was more passionate about, something I could really devote myself to. Um, I've always loved Mixology. I've been doing it for years just as a hobby. Um, you know, just really, you know, getting into all the details and the, you know, the art of it. Um, so this was something I was like, Hey, I don't need to quit my job. Let me start doing this part-time. Let me see where it goes. I love it. You know, it's something I enjoy as a hobby. Why not see if I could turn it into a business? So I started kind of, you know, I set up an Instagram account. That was the first thing I did. I started posting some pictures um, and I got my first event, um, you know, a uh, last springtime, I think it was. Um, and it was great. I loved it. Uh, I did a few more um, and it just kept taking off. So I'm like, at this point, you know, it has such potential um, to turn into a real, you know, big business. Uh, And it's something that I enjoy doing, you know, labor wise. I mean, that's the whole thing for me is I do everything from scratch. Uh, You know, we we freshly press all the juices the day of the event. We we don't use like pre-made mixers or anything. We really just focus on the craft of the cocktail. Um, And so I was just like, okay, let me quit my job and do this full time. So that's what I did. I started focusing on the social media aspect, growing it, growing it, pushing, going to events. I know I met you at Kosher Fest. That was huge. Um, and you know, that's what so we that's
0: just to clear the air, we met face-to-face at kosher events. Yes. We met originally over Instagram or LinkedIn and, and that's how our relationship has developed. And then it was just great to meet face-to-face. Uh, I, I want to add a, a couple things. If, if I may know, and this is just something that I find to be, um, really exciting what's going on in the kosher world. Um, and I like to really, when, when I talk about my podcast, uh, living the dream. The three uh, taglines that I use is kosher food, travel, and lifestyle. So you you for sure check off um, lifestyle, absolutely, and on on the kosher side. So um, what what I want to talk about is, and I think you're fitting such an incredible mold of these young, dynamic individuals whom are really getting into this whole artisanal, handcrafted. Um, line of work you know um i I know of a couple other uh from people who are doing mixology i don't think Mm -hmm. anybody was doing it to the extent that you're doing it when the technology perspective the instagram the linkedin what i love about your bar is how you have that ipad right you know displaying what your drinks are and you're so knowledgeable and you're such a great guy and then what i'm also finding is when you look at um and this is also just so exciting, how relevant like the charcuterie boards are, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm going to have the gentleman on one day as soon as our schedules come together for meet and board. You know, he was the first guy out of uh, Lakewood who started the whole charcuterie. Again, young guy, using social media, dynamic, uh, a real master of, of the craft. Another, another person who um, I also find is also uh, mastering this, also young, dynamic, same thing, uh, have you ever met the guy from uh, the Royal Latte or Latte Royal? I think it's called Latte Royal. No,
1: I've, I've seen their stuff and I, I'm, I like their stuff. From what I've seen, the limited amount is very cool.
0: Also, so I think, I think it's a really exciting time in kosher. And there's probably another, I don't know, probably another 50, 75 of young dynamic individuals whom are utilizing uh, technology, social media platforms to really build their businesses uh, and, and, and being really, really uh, successful doing that. I think you are, um, not only is your product excellent, and I think that you spend uh, an enormous amount of time. I don't think people realize mixology, like you touched upon a little bit earlier, is a real science. And in order to have a level of consistency and creativity, uh, it, it's, it's a science. It's no different than being a, a pastry chef, a scientist, uh, so on and so forth. And 100%
1: um and I, th- and I think you know i mean it's a science and an art obviously it's a, it's a c- big combination of both but i think also that kind of touches the point where you said um you know the term mixology is a new term um because what mixology is essentially well, well a lot of people are just like well so you're a bartender well yes or no i am I, I do bartending um but the reason why mixology is being used so often is because bartending five years ago was okay let's grab a mixer off the shelf pour it with some alcohol you're done you know that's it's, that, that's bartending. That's a, You're getting a basic drink at a, you know, an event that you're at a wedding, a simple, whatever it is. Uh, but what mixology, the term mixology is being used, used for these days is for, for, for the art of it. Like think of it as like the, the, the chefs of mixology world where you're really getting down into the details and getting into the, you know, scratch made stuff, high quality, uh, you know, and just really, really bringing your a game.
0: I think also uh, going back on that as from a social perspective, people are really realizing that the bar is becoming the central focus of all gatherings. Okay, 100%. and and you, if you want to create a very intimate party or something even on the larger scale, the bars of today are really becoming the central focus of events. Whether it's you know something that I I I do a lot of creative solutions to people um, when, when they call me. Uh, whether it's um, for travel or my concierge business and people are always looking for little twists and turns. And I'm always like the mixology of whether you're having a small party or a big party, you really want to change it up. Um, And what's, and, and, and I think also uh, what's very different about it. And now uh, you have your own bar that you're, you're renting out with as a, um, um, add on to 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 the services
1: i actually include that for free that's something we offer um that some people you know whatever um is we offer our bar for free um and we have i don't know if you've seen our, our grass wall bar with the with the light on it in front that we offer for free first we were like we're going to charge for it but then we're like you know what our focus is on the drink let's focus on you know what we what we excel at and everything else it's you know it's part of the package. So right. yeah, we
0: I have so many other questions, but let me just give um, a quick shout out to you are listening to Living the Dream, powered by the Douglas Sackhoff Experience. Today, I have an incredible guest, Jake Nyman, the founder, the creator, the social media mixologist with me today. And he's such a great guy. And he has such an incredible story in such a short amount of, of time, what you have accomplished. I really um, kudos to you. And I love, I love speaking you. to you very, very young, uh, hungry individuals who who really risk it uh for the biscuit and you you, you've done that and 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 the tools that you've used to accomplish it um walk me back to your first event you go show up to your first event you get hired you're like oh my gosh i'm i'm schlepping this i'm i'm like uh, it's whether it's for 30 people 50 people you know i always tell people when when you're you're you know i i always do a, a lot of uh, private travel. The, the core of the Douglas Sockloff experience, for example, yep. is uh, when people rent uh, luxury mansions or houses, I come in and I take over and I, I really deliver a five star hotel experience. So people say, well, we're only three people, we're only 10 people, we're only 20 people, only 50. 100. I'm like, it's the same amount of work to go through, whether it's two people or 10 people, as it is as 50 or 100 to make sure that everything. Is perfect, and I and I feel 100%. the same way. with your work ethic. You're you're so perfect with every single thing that you do, and on your execution, on your excuse me, on your execution, your operation, your logistics, your 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 um, your platforms of your social media channels, whether it's Instagram, LinkedIn, you're up to date. You keep it crisp, you keep it sharp, you keep it up to date. Um, so, talk to me about that first event, right? I mean, you're a young guy. How old are you, if I may ask? I'm 24. You are 24 years old, okay? <laughs> Amazing. And and you start doing this, okay? And you get a call to do your first event. Walk me through it, please. Yes,
1: yeah, so I think this was, um, it was a 50-person event. It was a 30th birthday party um, in Passaic, New Jersey. Um, and it was me. I hired one other person to do it with me. I showed up with my bar. We had a select menu. Four drinks um actually that was so that event um so that first event one of the drinks that we did is one of actually our most popular drinks our passionate daiquiri um but getting sidetracked so at that point I already had a bar I bought a bar to do it I'm like let's let's do it right if we're gonna do it so I brought the bar I had a custom wrap on it um honestly like to, it, you know I thought it went well then like we put out tons of drinks people loved it um you know, when you look back at your your first event, your first business, you know, your first deal, whatever it is, you're just like, what in the world was I doing then? Like, I'm thinking back, like, my, you know, my process was so different. It was so, you know, disorganized. Um, And, you know, just the way I... Again, um, let's just, let's,
0: let's, let's, Jake, I'm sorry to interrupt you. but I, I, And I know I keep going back to this, but this is basically maybe 11 months ago. This is not like three years ago, right? So either, say- probably
1: uh, eight, nine months ago. Yeah. Right so to
0: me it it's 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 amazing when when speaking with you that i'm even learning so much of and 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 getting great energy and great vibes from you and i think anybody who's listening to this podcast um should be like hey this is possible you know you could do this you know if if you're good and you're passionate with something i don't care if it's somebody who wants to go into the soda business go rent a, a van and enterprise and start delivering soda and bottled water if you're hungry to market, whether it's social media, you, 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 you're passionate, you're going to see it through, right? hundred percent. What I find a lot of, of what happens is in today's day and age, it's so easy for someone to say, okay, I'm going to start a business. They throw up a business name. They take a couple of photos. They throw it up on the ground and they're in business. A week later, it doesn't work and it's done. You know, What, what I love about this, and I think, I think your story is is, first of all, one of many chapters. I think this is only the, 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 the big, be- I know it's only the beginning yeah. and I, I, I know that you are going to be incredibly, you your, your success. Your drive is going to be even more successful. Um, I, I love that. You will speak with a host or an event planner and customize a few drinks for the event. Whatever the host thinks is going to work. I'm sure there's more popular drinks uh, or cocktails, in the summer, in the yeah. winter, uh, things change. So why, why don't you talk about like, what are the popular winter drinks now compared to the summer?
1: So it's funny. Um, like, so we do everything custom. Um, you know, a lot of people reach out to me like, oh, what's your pricing? Uh, I'll be like, we don't have pricing. Our pricing is dependent on location. What type of drinks you want? How many people? What event type? Because everything's so detailed in this industry. Um, so, you know, but in, in terms of what we offer, um, so what we typically do is we'll say, okay, uh, Okay, we have a four drink uh, signature menu usually do we have a huge list of our signature cocktails, um, that we went and created and developed and really tweaked. Um, And and I'm always tweaking I'm always adding literally every day I'm just testing new recipes. Um, And but you know what I actually found was in towards the beginning of the winter, you know, uh, fall winter time I was I was developing um, some winter cocktails, um, you know, to, to me what surprised me was people don't aren't really interested in that people you know it's an indoor event um especially in the kosher world I'm not saying you know outside of the kosher world is very different but in the kosher world people still want these summery drinks they will i guess they want to feel like they're in florida i don't you know but uh but yeah that's what surprised me so we really haven't done many winter drinks as much as i created a whole bunch um but s- served that event very little
0: okay so now mixed craft is the word is out there you're you're you're, you're pushing 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 on social media instagram linkedin whatever else that 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 you're on and social events are really starting to pick up now yeah. all of a sudden i hear oh yeah jake nyman mixed craft is going to be at kosher fest not kosher fest where you had a booth where you were hired by one of the premier kosher companies i'm going to say it because by mealmart, okay. Which oh, I thought by, was by man sales. They, they
1: man sales. They do the marketing for mealmart.
0: Uh, correct. So, but it doesn't make a difference. You you were in the mealmart booth. Doesn't yeah. make a difference. Doesn't make a difference how you got there. The the the, the, the you were there in the mealmart booth, and people were able to come over as before their meetings or during their meetings with sales representatives from mealmart. They were able to order a cocktail. So- and I thought I, I thought your booth added to the whole. Um, I've done some conversations about, uh, about Kosher Fest, which is not for now. Um, I thought your booth in conjunction of being at Nealmark raised the level of Kosher Fest. End of discussion. Perfect. End of discussion. Uh, It was a highlight for me to see that and to see you there. Now um, another incredible, uh, and I think you don't even know that I know this, but I know this because I did my research or my research team did do the research. An organization I love. Uh, Amudim had a huge event. And yeah. um, anybody who doesn't know Amudim, look it up. Incredible, incredible, incredible organization that just does um, phenomenal work on so many different levels. I would, I would love one day to be able to do a podcast um, with um, the she people loved. from... with speaklock and some of his associates because of the work that they do. And, and, and yeah, when I heard and, and, and I was watching to believe that that organization only started seven years ago, and it is an international organization today, but that's, again, for, for another time. So they did this huge telecom. They raised millions and millions and millions of dollars. And tell me who was there. So, I mean, I
1: don't Jake know too Norman. much about the actual. Jake, Jake
0: Nyman, Mixcraft. Was there behind the scenes because they had performers, they had different things going on, so on and so forth. And Jake Nyman was there behind the scenes, correct?
1: Yeah. So we, um, so they had their whole live stream, um, and then they kind of their base where they had, um, you know, for for donors to come in large, you know, large donors. They had in Queens, um, they had a setup there, um, you know, for people who want to come in instead of it just being a whole virtual thing. Um, so we were there serving drinks um, for the donors that were coming in.
0: And what any other like uh corporate business events that you could talk about that that uh, just had a very nice added touch? Because I, I I felt anything that I've seen you at um has really just added a really, really nice touch. And I know from a social events perspective, it's amazing. Um have you done any, have you been hired to do any mixology classes? I see that's uh, gaining popularity. Is that something that you're looking to get into?
1: Yes and no. Um so we do offer it. Um, I do it on a limited basis. I'll tell you the truth. It's not really the focus of our, of our business. Um, that being said, like you said, it is, I get requests for it probably every other day. People are always asking for it. Um, it's personally not my, I guess, not my personality to be that type of person doing classes. Um, I I enjoy it. And when I did it, people loved it. Um, so we're looking to see how we can expand and offer it. But, you know, I just want to make sure it's done the right way. Whatever I want to introduce to the business, I want to make sure it's done. You know, it's not it's not a half job. It's it's done correctly. So we're roll I'm, it sure out.
0: One, I'm sorry if I interrupt. I'm sure once you do it, people can follow you. I want you to give us a shout out uh, to what your Instagram uh, handle is.
1: Yeah. At drink Mixcraft. Uh, you could type in just Mixcraft, and it'll pop up a little M logo um, or just at, at drink Mixcraft.
0: OK. And what about your website?
1: A website is in development right now. Um, should be launching. com. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be launching soon, hopefully. We have a lot, a lot of cool stuff uh, planned. Let
0: me ask you a question. Let, let me ask you, uh, now that that comes up, do you think it's relevant in today's day and age um, to have a website? And I mean, obviously Instagram is, is, is the world. Social media is the world. Do you find that um, having a website is pertinent to... Uh, your business or or business in general, or, or depending what industry sector you're in?
1: I think it's an interesting question. I think it really, really depends on the industry. I come from more of a tech background, so I believe everybody should have one. Um, but that being said, like for me, uh, you know, coming from the tech industry, I still don't have one, you know, eight, nine, 10 months into my business um, because it at the end of the day, it, what it comes down to is how, you know, how much time you have, how much, you know, what your budget is. Are you going to go hire somebody? Are going to go create one yourself? So yeah, at some point you definitely need to have a website, but if you are in, you know, the hospitality industry, for example, you know, it's so social media heavy that I don't think that should be your first priority. Go focus on Instagram, focus on other social media platforms, build that up, because that's where your business is coming from. That's where people are going every single day to see what you offer. And, you know, they're, they're coming to see you. Um, a website is great, you know, especially also really depends. Like most people aren't, for me personally, most people aren't Googling um, you know, kosher mixology business near me, you know, but they are going, you know, asking friends about, you know, businesses and then they'll go look me up on social media. So for me, that was first, but for a business that, you know, does, you know, get a lot of, um, you know, searches. So yeah, you want to have a business page on Google, you want to get reviews, you want to get that pushed to your website, but it's really industry specific.
0: And do you find just besides social media, it's just word of mouth, right? And people seeing you from event to event. And 100%. that's how, you, how the word is really getting out. And, you know, we can all talk about social media and, and how important that is, but there's nothing like word of mouth reference. 100%.
1: Right? 90% of our business is word of mouth.
0: Right. Which, which I think in, in the kosher arena is much different than the regular mainstream market, yeah. especially talking about hospitality. I, I, I think the power of um, the, from people, the, the, not only from people, the kosher clientele is the word of mouth is so powerful and having that great reputation as you do, uh, being extremely knowledgeable, a great guy. Um, how much time do you spend on social media a day promoting your brand, not surfing?
1: Um, it's a good question. It really depends. I always try to post a story every day. So two or three stories. Um, to me, that's like the biggest focus. Um, post... are you going to post
0: a story about our great podcast that we just did now? Of course. Of how course. could I not? Yeah. Um, uh,
1: Uh, but to me, that's more of my focus versus posting, like, let's say on Instagram, you know, um. Uh, you know on the grid. Um I I do post after events. I go and I'll just upload some pictures. Um uh so to me it's a posting a lot of stories. Um I do have like you mentioned a very, very large focus on LinkedIn. I do a lot of corporate events. Um I get I have a lot of traction there. So and that's a very, very different social media, you know, the, the content that you have to put out there is very different. So that takes a lot of my time. I'm just Talk about out. that
0: for one minute. I think I think what you just said is very important. Repeat what you just said. The content of what you're posting on LinkedIn is much different content than what you're putting on regular social media platforms. Um, and from a technology perspective, and 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 of, of where your roots in your DNA come from, because you're all of 24 years old. Uh, but but, I mean, that's that that's where it's at. So speak about that for a minute, because I think people do make a real mistake on posting the same content to LinkedIn as they do to Instagram, Facebook, or and, and, and what else. So talk about that for two minutes, because I think that's, that's a great point.
1: hundred percent. I mean, so I think when it comes to, you know, specifically when it comes to like the LinkedIn versus Instagram, um, you know, because I think well, especially when it comes to businesses, those are the two big ones right now. I think people are having less focus on Facebook um, and Twitter, but um you know, when it comes to LinkedIn, you know, and the differences between Instagram. The way I see it is, there's two real differences. There's the people difference, and I guess you call it the algorithm difference. The people difference is people are showing up for business. They want to see different stuff. They're not there to just, you know, sc- they, they don't want to just see pictures all day. They could go to Instagram for that. Um, so that's one thing you have to keep in mind is, is you know, be polite and don't and don't just spam people's feeds with nonsense. Um, but the other thing is you have to look at it this way: is is the algorithm, right? So LinkedIn, the way you want to grow on LinkedIn is by getting people engaged. So, and how do you do that, right? Meaning on Instagram, let's say somebody leaves a comment uh, and you, you know, you reply to that comment, right? it will get you a little bit, you know, Instagram um, likes it when you're engaging back with users. So but one, of my,
0: what, one of my pet peeves, honestly, is, and, and you're, you're, again, very good at replying to comments. I, I always find that if I'm replying to someone's comment or I'm giving them the courtesy of sending them a message, um, I think a reply is crucial. And I find that so many companies, and again, I'm not talking about uh, the Apples or Amazon of the yeah. world. I, I'm talking about what, what our life is all about. And you make an acknowledgement that it just goes like lost and it's never even um, acknowledged. And, and, and that is a real pet peeve of mine because um, as much as we all would love to have a business the size of Apple or Amazon, and the list could go on and on and on. Uh, certainly someone who's trying to build a business, um, you know, is, is should be very active and and replied, but you didn't answer my question. How much time do you spend on social media? Um,
1: <laughs> no, there's the no business. exact number. If you had a uh, guess. It, say about an hour and a half, an hour, an hour and a half every day.
0: Right. And I think I, and, and, and it shows, and I think it was, it's, it's, um, a lot of your magical power, your magical touches that that have uh, helped you elevate and uh, expedite the growth of, of of your business. Another couple of questions, uh, but before I do that, everybody, you are listening to Living the Dream podcast, powered by the Duncan Sackwolf Experience. Today, I am so I, it's it's a it's amazing. We tried so hard to make this happen, and for a couple other reasons, uh, this show should have been taped a couple of weeks ago, but it's amazing having Jake Nyman, the founder, the creator of Mixcraft Mixology Services, who's just a very special guy, a young guy, an entrepreneur, a very talented mixologist. And I hope really people are listening to this podcast because I think we've touched upon, um, so many different variables of, um, uh, not only the uh, beverage component, but we touched some business and social media and we really um, have gotten it all together. And again, you do such an incredible job. Uh, a couple of questions for you.
1: Yeah,
0: sure. Uh, uh, glassware versus plasticware.
1: Yeah, um, so obviously... Um... You know, if you're at home, obviously, preferably the main thing, you know, well, when it comes down to it is like this, when you're doing a, you know, specifically my business, when you have a mobile business, um, it's very hard to do glassware. So what we'll do is um, if a um, if they're having a party planner, party planner wants to, hire, uh, you know, get glassware. They're getting a lot of other stuff anyways. It's nothing for them. So yeah, hundred percent will use that. Um, in other cases, what we'll do is, so we actually started off when we start, we started doing, and that's what I see the biggest difference is, uh, we started using, you know, just the cheap plastic cups. And then I was like, it didn't look nice. Um, it really, the, you know, you're, you're working so hard on making this great drink and then you're just putting it in this plastic cup. It's like such a shame. So we started using these disposable stainless wine glasses. So if you go on our social media, you'll see the all pictures are like that. Um, and it costs me a lot of money, actually, because, you know, they're one time use. They look like wine glasses. They get thrown out, um, but they just bring a di- whole different elegance to it. And people are just like, wait, is this glass? Do I throw it out or hand it back to you? Like um, it, it really, you know, when you focus on that, it ma- it, the little details make such a big difference.
0: OK, and one thing one thing that I'm noticing now also is and I, I've noticed this actually uh, uh, almost a year, year and a half ago, but I think it's slowly trickling down. Into our market um, in in the tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Ice. Talk to me about ice and the different. Um, how many different types of ice have you seen? People that are any of your clients that are are requesting like the sphere shape uh, ice, the round logo, rose petals.
1: So it's funny. Yeah, I happen to be very into ice. Most people don't know the differences. They don't. Um, they don't ask for the differences. Um, what it comes down to it is there's a whole bunch of different types um obviously there's the ice you get in bags um but when it comes to making ice um you have you know clear ice you have uh you know um regular sized and then you have spheres you have um two inch cubes um The biggest thing is what we what we do is so if we'll do a drink like an old fashioned which is usually served over a cube um we'll do two inch cubes um we'll bring them um it's you know it's a little bit challenging but we, we we'll we'll bring those and we'll serve it over that um otherwise we'll typically use regular ice um we could do crushed ice uh for certain drinks um but the big thing actually about ice is you know without getting too too nerdy um when you make uh, clear <laughs> no, it's um, because
0: people, people don't realize <coughs> excuse me people don't realize the thought process the 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 breakdown of what goes yeah. in, and, and you know, you said it jokingly, the science of it, but there is a science to this, there is a formula to this, um, you know, and, and so much time I didn't ask you, I asked you about how much time you spend on social media, I didn't ask you how much time you spend on research and development of coming up with what is the right cocktail? What is the new cocktail? What's the trending cocktail? Yeah. Or a host or a party planner comes to you and says, oh, my client wants these four drinks. And there are four drinks that you've never made before. So for you to make it and to, for each drink to come out consistently, there is a science to this. And people have to completely understand um, that there is a, you just can't wake up one day and do this and, and you are committed and dedicated. And it shows with that all the time, a couple oh, more nice minutes. It's going to hold you. Um, we go to parties all the time. We see all over social media. Um, I, I, I know that a lot of people are always like, Oh, I want to get the smoke drink. I want to get the smoke drink. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me and, 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 and um, talk to me about liquid nitrogen versus dry ice because i know and i'm not a professional in this that a lot of people love the liquid nitrogen for the kids and and all that kind of of of, of great drinks that it can make but at the end of the day there are studies that show there are issues with liquid nitrogen so can you can you walk us through that in about 60 seconds
1: 100 um we actually don't use either of those um for, for those reasons, um, there are a lot of safety concerns, especially with dry, uh, with dry ice. I haven't done a ton of research on liquid nitrogen. Um, when it comes to dry ice, basically the rule is don't consume it. Um, so, you know, if it's really not safe to drink the drink until it's done bubbling because that means the dry ice has evaporated. Um, I mean, I think hard.
0: that's a good, by the way, that's a great like just uh, 411 to anybody. You know, sometimes you know, like like for example, anybody who knows me very very well, I cannot stand when I go to an event and the bartender is scooping the ice with the glass cup. Okay, yeah. And how dangerous that is! Um, I think you're bringing up another 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 great point, which is if you are being served a a drink with dry ice in it, wait for that dry ice to dissolve. Yeah. Liquid nitrogen.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't done too much research on liquid nitrogen. I don't know too much about it. Um, well, but- I
0: could guess, and I'm not a mad scientist, that if dry ice um, is is not very good, and you admit, liquid nitrogen for sure would be the next step up, and people need to do their own research. 100%. Yes, it looks cool. It looks great. Um, there are other ways to get some effects. I know you brought in some new new bubble. Uh, yeah, 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 we have some cool yeah. stuff. Which is cool. You're able to create the smoke lighting. Some what is it time or different spices or herbs. You're able to create this. The other way is to get the vision in a more. I, I, I'm going to use the words. Could be funny. Uh, organic way.
1: Yeah, but not uh, even you know. that. I mean, what we did was we did stuff that actually add to the cocktail. Um, so we do really when it comes to smoke drinks. We have two options. Uh, you know, dryness doesn't do much besides for having a cool effect. So what we do is we'll do two things. We do wood chip smoke cocktails, which will actually take different types of wood chips. Um, there's all different flavorings. And we'll smoke it on top of the drink. And it'll really add just this really cool smoky flavor. So it's great in like whiskey forward drinks, stuff like that. Um, you know, and then the other thing we did was we just did this, uh, you know, the smoke and bubble gun. Um, that actually took me a few months to do because there's this company that makes this gun um, that you basically load with this, you know, this solution. And it creates this uh, the smoke. The problem is the smoke and the bubble solution weren't kosher. Um, and I did research and, you know, uh, you know, maybe there are people who tell you, I'm not going to get into too much of the kashros, uh, whatever. But for me, I personally didn't want to use it, even if there was somebody tell you you it. So what I did was I went and recreated both solutions entirely from scratch. Um, Incredible. Incredible. So, and, and, I, and what it does is so that the smoke solution, you know, I, I created all these different flavors um, and I'm coming out with more flavors. So it creates this aroma, basically a flavor as you're putting it on the drink and then the bubble solution it creates it's you know it's theatrical when you when you put this bubble on top of the drink and then you you can pop it and then just the smoke flavor i would love
0: to see you i would love to see you coming out because i remember seeing this like at at different trade shows over the years uh there was a product uh, obviously what you're talking about because it wasn't kosher where you were able to blow the bubble and um, like like old-fashioned bubbles you put it in the jar you blow and it was like a candy bubble and you would go after it with your mouth You know, no one has that kosher, and it was so cool watching it. But anyway, I um, I don't want to keep you for too much longer. Um, this was a fantastic episode. You are a fantastic individual. I'm so happy we had this opportunity um, to 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 have you on my podcast, Living the Dream, powered by the Douglas Southwell Experience. Today, we had the pleasure of speaking with Jake Nyman, founder, created, creator, creator of Mixcraft, Mixology, check him out on Instagram, Mixcraft, check him out on LinkedIn, whether it's a social event, a corporate event. This guy is phenomenal. Thank you so much. And you and I will definitely be in touch.
1: My pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Have a great day. You've just listened to another amazing episode of Living the Dream, powered by the Douglas Sockloff Experience. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe to get notified when a new episode is live. You can also follow us on social media or visit our website, douglasexp.com. If you'd like to book an experience with us, you can call us at 917-541-1033. Until next week.